You're listening to Mind Body Home with your host, Sarah Ann. Welcome and happy Chinese Solar New Year to you. I do hope you celebrated this past Sunday on February 4th and had decent enough weather to get outside and enjoy a little bit of sunshine. We certainly did, and it was honestly more pleasurable knowing that we were kicking off the first day of spring. This, of course, follows the Chinese calendar, which uses solar and lunar transits to mark seasonal shifts in our calendar year. And so spring starts in February, and I personally feel way more aligned with that as opposed to hitting the ground running in January. And it sounds like Phil agrees. The sweet little groundhog from Pumsutani saw his shadow, and so everything is lining up this year. February is also an exciting month as we associate this month to Valentine's Day and the feeling of love, which is what I'm going to talk about today. And actually, the whole month, I'm dedicating the month of February to a mini-series, if you will, in different ways we can express love. Today, I'm going to share more about self-love and how that relates to finding and sustaining partnerships. Next week, I'm going to share a little bit more about the bedroom and how that can help us connect with the energy of love and even romance. And I think I'm going to also include a conversation on self-love versus self-care. We'll see. That one is still sort of germinating. But last year on the podcast, I did a Valentine's episode focused on self-love, which got a lot of great feedback. I talked about that relationship to yourself and cultivating more self-love instead of focusing on the material and commercialization of Valentine's Day. I think for so many who are not in relationships, putting the focus on self-love is way more empowering than buying into the illusion of material love that our society has unfortunately created. I mean, don't get me wrong, all of those things are lovely to do and to have, but if we are not strongly rooted in our own sense of self and our partnerships, then none of that stuff even matters. So you can go back and take a listen to that. I've put a link in the show notes. Just a reminder, last year the show was called The Living Elemental Podcast, just in case there's any confusion there. So this conversation is relevant if you're seeking a partnership looking to strengthen your current relationship, or if you are looking to practice more self-love. If you're familiar with the chakras, love connects to our fourth chakra or heart center. From a mind-body-home approach, we can discern a few things when we are out of balance at this energy center. Maybe you are struggling to connect with others or yourself, Maybe you have feelings of insecurity, a lack of confidence. There's possibly a spiritual void there as well. On the opposite end of the spectrum, you might have lost your sense of self. You take on other people's problems and life situations. So, of course, the idea is to balance this heart chakra energy. And when you are balanced, You are kind and empathetic, but you can also remain grounded and stable for others without taking on their energy or their low vibration of lack or limitation. You have a really healthy balance or a sense of self. You're confident in who you are and how you relate to others. 
And I think most people would agree that confidence is probably one of the most attractive features that we see in other people. So let's talk about the physical or other areas of the body that connect to this heart chakra. That's going to be the heart and circulatory system, lungs, arms, shoulders, upper back, ribs, chest, the breast, the immune system, all of the organs, and the thymus gland. So now what? We can start to come into awareness about the thoughts and beliefs that we hold about ourselves or others or our perceptions and beliefs around love and what healthy relationships look like. We can start to pay attention to the physical ailments we're experiencing to help connect those dots as well. And we can also use the home as our playground to not only help identify where we feel stuck or restricted, but also to create change. And so in the home, we have an area called the love corner, and we're going to locate it right now. We're going to take inventory of what's going on there, and then lastly, energize it a bit with the proper elements and intention. So where is this love corner? It sits in the far back left corner of your home. So if you're standing at the front door, looking into your home, you're looking at the far back left corner. This might be a bedroom, a kitchen, maybe your garage. It really doesn't matter what the room is. It is your love corner. And just a quick note on corners. There are situations where this area of the home appears to be missing. It is known as a missing corner or a missing energy center. Um, many times, architecturally speaking, the home was just built that way or an addition maybe was added, but it would literally appear as though a chunk or a bite was taken out of one of the four corners of the home. Not every home is going to line up in a perfect square or a perfect rectangle, but you can stabilize those corners uh, typically on the exterior with some enhancements like planting a tree, maybe adding a water feature or fountain, or moving your fire pit over there or some sort of light feature, uh, even just altering your landscape a bit to, and adding maybe a large piece of stone or rock to help sort of ground that space and bring it all into alignment with the rest of the adjacent walls. Um, if that's your situation, don't stress. There's plenty of ways to remedy that in addition to what I just shared. But either way, I mean, feel free to reach out. I'd be happy to help you out with that. The overall message with this particular area of the home is really being open to receiving love. That is really what I want you to keep top of mind here. You know, in feng shui in particular, we reference certain areas of the home as guas. And this particular gua or the love corner in Chinese is titled kun, and it translates to the receptive. And if you think of that receiving energy, the receptive takes more of a yin energy. And I mention that because earth, the element of earth, is equilibrium, right? It's that perfect balance of yin and yang. But in regards to the love corner, it takes on more of a yin energy. So the words that come to mind to describe this space is softness, feminine, delicate comfortable, calming. It's that mothering energy. 
you know, just like Mother Earth supports us, this corner has that supportive and grounded energy. When you think about partnerships, you'll hear people say, you know, that that person's my rock. And that is what a partnership is. It's having someone there to lean on when you need that grounding energy. So that's a way to think of the earth element and how to bring that energy into your love corner. Uh, You can also bring in fire elements because earth is supported by fire. But do be mindful of how much wood element you have going on in the space because earth is actually destroyed by wood. So uh, this is good to know because as you become familiar with the elements and you start to recognize them as they're dispersed throughout your home, you can start to see when you have an overabundance of one and maybe, you know, you might be lacking another. And that awareness is what allows us to balance the energy in our spaces and bring harmony. And then you personally and all who live there, you feel that energetic shift that comes along with that because that's what we're working with. We're working with energy. So what are some things you can include? I'll share a few examples, but I want you to be mindful. Just limit yourself to one or two. Really, you do not have to do all of these. You know, feng shui is very complex. You cannot possibly know it all or apply it all. You really just have to do what resonates with you. You know, there's a lot of wisdom out there in the art of feng shui, but I can assure you that same wisdom already rests inside of you and you have access to it. So your job is really to just, you know, listen and learn and apply in a way that speaks to you. And I even highly recommend maybe a home journal for your practice because there's going to be so many thoughts and ahas and ideas that come to you when you begin a more mindful, collaborative relationship to your own home. So start to take an assessment. One thing I want you to be aware of is number of items. We want to try to avoid odd numbers, so things that are in singles or even triples. Pairs are best if you're trying to manifest a loving partnership. You know, be really mindful about the single items in that space. Look at artwork, photographs. Do you have a photo of a single flower or a single animal or I think of that like pencil sketch of a nude woman. They're all very beautiful pieces of art, but if you're seeking partnerships, this imagery is probably not what you want playing on your subconscious. And same goes for threes. If you're in a relationship, we certainly don't want to be inviting third parties into our relationships. Unless you do, no judgment there. I guess I'm just speaking to those desiring monogamous relationships. So Bring in art that depicts love, images and photographs of you and your partner, happy times together, wedding photos, dating photos, places you've traveled together. This one's big. Even if you're not in the photos, you know, if you have pictures of travel and landscapes and architecture and, you know, they just remind you about happy times together, then display that. But if they don't, maybe that's not the best piece to display in this section. But I also want to note, maybe you do have a piece of art from your travels with an ex, but maybe on that trip you realized that relationship wasn't for you. You weren't willing to make the sacrifices that, you know, you came aware of specifically on that trip. So maybe you can change the vibration of that piece from 
this was a trip that I took with my ex that's no longer a part of my life to, wow, I came into a lot of awareness about this person and myself. And that trip enabled me to make the decision to end my relationship. You know, that's an act of self-love. So in that sense, really think about how your art is a symbol for your life and your relationships in this particular case. But maybe you really personally loved that trip or you personally loved that photo and, and maybe it doesn't elicit feelings of an ended relationship. That's okay, but it might not be the right piece of art for that space. So maybe you can find another place for it. So pears are great, two candles, two decorative objects, two coasters, two pieces of rose quartz is really lovely. This stone is great for attracting love or enhancing love. You have quite a range of colors you could bring into the space. The love corner itself relates to pinks. I think collectively we associate pink to love itself. So you can bring in shades of pinks or peaches. Peach starts to pull in that earth element. And so you can also add warm neutrals, you know, browns and a little bit of oranges. Again, here, I would remind you that we're looking at that receptive, soft, feminine energy of earth. So nothing too dark or bright, you know, no dark browns, no bright oranges. We're looking more like the sandy browns and peaches that you find at the beach, but also fire element. You can be bold, especially around Valentine's Day. It's easy to add pops of red. But if red is not a color that resonates with you, if it's a little too bold for your living space, you can really soften it and go anywhere on the spectrum between pinks and reds. Plants are always a good idea. I love the idea of adding maybe a flowering plant because I think they're a little bit more delicate and they need a little more attention and care, right? Just like that mothering energy, like a mother with her child. So. If you're already in a partnership, that soft, tender care can help grow the relationship. And if you don't have the proper lighting or you're not great with plants, then, you know, something easy and light like lucky bamboo, a green pothos plant, or even like a peace lily, those are all very easy maintenance. So those are all great ideas. I love how this all ties together, this energy of love and its connection to the earth. You know, the ultimate goal is to take care and love yourself first, right? So that you can love and care for others. And I think it's definitely worth a little bit of self-reflection. Sometimes, if not most of the time, when we're seeking relationships, you know, whether it's a marriage or we've been divorced multiple times or we just keep, you know, in and out of the dating pool, we really start to externalize why that is. And I think only until you start to internalize why things keep happening the way they have been in your life or your love life in particular, that's when you're going to come to your biggest realization. That's when you're going to become aware of how you treat yourself, how you talk to yourself, how you nourish yourself. I think until we do those things for ourselves, those acts of self-love, we're not going to be able to do that for others. And not only does coming into that awareness help you become a better lover and a better partner, you can easily recognize when it's lacking in another person 
I think it's just going to help create sustained relationships when we do the internal work first. Nourishing that partnership with yourself is really the first step. So if finding love or sustaining relationships has been a little bit of a challenge for you, take some time to reflect. Take a look at your love corner. Enhance it with a few ideas, whether it's colors or objects. Take a look at your art. See what comes up. Again, I really advise you to get a home journal. I really think that that could benefit you. And if you'd like more support and guidance, of course, I'd love to help guide you through it. That's what I'm here for. There's a link in the show notes to reach out to me directly. And next week, we're going to talk about the bedroom and how we can bring a little bit more awareness about our partnerships or our connection to ourselves by addressing it through our bedroom because that is what the bedroom is all about. It is our connection to self and our romantic partnerships. That is all for today. Please get out there and enjoy that new spring energy. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until then, I'm sending you so much love and gratitude. Thank you so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by Jade Scott Design. Jade Scott Design houses a collection of services, products, and content that are aimed to support mind, body, and home. If you're interested in exploring your relationship to home on a deeper level, be sure to check out our interior decorating and feng shui services, along with our home decor line, Shop Elemental. All of this and information on the Mind Body Home podcast can be found at the link in the show notes at jadescottdesign.com.